Ollie was walking around in Leakin Park, just a leisurely Saturday stroll. And he'd been on the trails for a while, and then he decided to go off the trails for a little bit. And he came across a clearing. Now, Leakin Park's a big park, and there are clearings and thick parts and all kinds of different. But here was this nice little clearing, and I didn't really know it. Not that he has Leakin Park memorized or anything, but it just, you know, whatever. It was new to Ollie is the point. And so he decided to stroll across it. But a few steps in, he noticed something unusual. It was like a paw print, except it was big and it was round. Like almost a circle. You could kind of see some things that were kind of like toes at, you know, one end, but mostly it was a big circle. Whatever animal had made the print was was big. Because even though the print itself was, you know, big in diameter, it was also pretty deep. Well, it's not too hard to follow a trail like that. And always a pretty good tracker. Anyway, so he started following this trail, just curious to see what kind of beast this could be. He'd never heard any reports of large animals or fierce animals in Leakin Park, so he wasn't well, in the back of his head, he knew that it's possible there was some sort of wild animal that was, you know, dangerous, and it was unusual, and that's why it wasn't, you know, reported. But he thought, well, you know, maybe if there's a dangerous animal, somebody like me should be going out to find it and report it. These are the things that he contemplated, along with the trees and the breeze, as he followed this trail. The trail went across the meadow, and kind of up a hill, and it was harder to follow the tracks um, on the hill because that was, you know, in the woods. And so there were, you know, the ground wasn't as soft, and there were sticks, and there were other sort of terrain that made it harder. But the animal was still large, and so I kept following. Up the hill, across a ridge, down the hill, up another hill, and when he got to the top of that hill, following the trail, following these footsteps, he immediately saw that he was following an elephant. Because about halfway down the hill was an elephant walking along, leaving the very trail that he was following. Now, it is very unusual, to say the least, to find an elephant strolling around a city park. Well, at least in Baltimore. Maybe there are cities in Africa and Asia where elephants are a common sight. I, I don't know. And neither does Ollie. But he was sure that this was unusual. So he decided to go investigate. Once again, he wasn't really sure if this elephant was, you know, tame or nice. Elephants have a reputation of being gentle until you make them mad, and then they'll smush you. So Ollie played it safe. He climbed up a tree, started moving along the tree tops, 
Now, Ollie's not quite a good moving, as good moving along the treetops as like a monkey would be, but with eight arms to work with, he's pretty good. So he moved along. It wasn't as quiet as he could have been on the ground, but he was confident that he was, you know, well outside of the elephant's reach, if the elephant should turn out to be a grumpy elephant. So he made his way and kind of caught up with the elephant. And the elephant indeed looked right up at him. Regarded him casually, snorted, and then went on, kept going on its way. Every now and then the elephant would stop to investigate on something on the, on the ground or pick up something and munch on it. It didn't seem to be in any hurry. So I just kept following it for a little while. And then he realized that he should probably call someone. Well, there are not a whole lot of places that, you know, an elephant should be in North America, let alone in Maryland, let alone in a city park in Baltimore City. So his first call was, of course, to the zoo. It took him a while to get through, you know, customer service type and operator type stuff to get to an actual zookeeper. Because they didn't, I mean, he's telling the people, hey, I found an elephant. Are you guys missing an elephant? And they didn't quite realize he was serious. But eventually he did get to one of the zookeepers. He said, yes, hello, hi, this is Zeke uh, over in the large mammals. What's, what's this all about? Sorry, it's a very busy day. I know you've been waiting for a while. I said, yeah, I imagine it's a busy day. Are you missing an elephant? I said, oh, yeah. I mean, we've, yeah, we've been trying to keep that quiet. Don't want to panic people. But yeah, when the elephants busted out of his cage last night, we're not sure when. I mean, thank goodness just one left. But yeah, no, we're missing an elephant. We're pretty much in a panic. Well, I said, well, I have some good news for you. I've got eyes on your elephant. My name's Ollie the Octopus. I'm a zoo member, actually, and a private eye. I'm over in Leakin Park. Oh, wow. A silly elephant got all the way across the city. That's nuts. I wonder if we'll be hearing reports. You know, that's wild. Okay. Um, well, where in the park? That's a good question. Um, let me see if I can pull up a map. I was just kind of walking around and through the woods and saw the tracks. Um, okay, it looks like... Hmm, uh-oh. We are about a half mile south of that big open area near uh, Gwen's Falls Parkway, I think. Oh, no, like where the house and the miniature trains and the playground is? Yeah, and we're headed that way. All right, we'll be there as soon as we can. Um, shoot, we'll need the big truck, I guess. Well, I said, you may want to, you know, involve the police at this point. I said, yeah, I know. I was hoping to avoid that, but yeah. All right, fine. Will you call the police while I get the, you know, elephant transportation figured out here? Well, I said, sure, sure. So I called the police, and the zookeeper, Zeke, got the biggest truck they had and hoped it was big enough. Got a crew together and 
hightailed it out to Beacon Park. Now, it's hard to say exactly what the land speed of an elephant is through a North American forest, but suffice it to say that they didn't have a lot of time. The police got there first and got everybody, you know, ready to get out of there, and they got a hold of Ollie. And about ten minutes later, the zookeeper showed the zoo, yeah, the zookeeper Zeke showed up at this big truck. And the police said, ah, oh, man, we're glad you're here. And Zeke said, yeah, well, okay, but, yeah, thank you, and thank you for being here, but uh, where's the elephant? I haven't seen it yet. And just as he said that, there was a big rustling from the trees, and out stepped a big, glorious elephant, wonderfully out of place. It wasn't, didn't come quite where they thought it was going to come, and so it's actually pretty close to where the police had cordoned the people off. So the police went right over and started getting people, you know, moved to a different spot. And the people were amazed. You know, they'd never seen an elephant just out and free. And the police were saying, move it along, please. I know it's really interesting, but we also don't know if this animal's dangerous. So please, let's get everybody over to safety. And so the people, you know, the people complied. And they were taking pictures with their phones and stuff, but they also didn't want to get, you know, kicked by an elephant. Zookeeper Zeke pulled the truck up and came out and hoped he could charm his elephant. He had apples and a big, like a, like a leash, and some other treats, and some fish, and some corn. He came out and said, hey there, Millie. Hey, Millie, Millie, Millie. About then, Ollie came to the tree tops and tops, landed on the ground, and sort of ran around the long way in a big arc to go and meet where Zeke was. Said, hey, I'm Ollie. Said, hey, Zeke. Nice to meet you. Thanks for your help. I said, what's the plan? I'm hoping that Millie here remembers me and isn't too freaked out by all this. I'm going to bribe the elephant with treats and hope it likes me and comes into the truck. Not a great plan, but it's the plan I've got. Well, there's a backup plan, too. I do have some tranquilizers and a dart, a dart gun, but I'm hoping to avoid that. I said, all right, good luck. Let me know if, I need, if you need me to do anything. Said, well... How are you with the tranquilizer gun? Oh, actually pretty good with the tranquilizer gun. All right, it's in the driver's seat. Once you get that, things start to go awry. If Millie charges or starts freaking out, you want to get right in the meat of the neck. Anywhere in the neck is fine. What are you doing right in the neck? A, a tranquilizer dart. It'll make the elephant fall asleep. It's just like getting a shot at the doctor. Except instead of, you know, doctor's hand, it fired out of a gun. But it's still just a dart. It's still just a syringe. So Zeke walked over, tossed an apple at Millie. First, Millie started, like a little startle. But then she spotted the apple. She likes apples. She walked over, picked it up, sniffed it, and munched it. Then she spotted Zeke. Hey there, friend. I've got a bunch of apples and some corn and some fish. And he waved the fish 
and Millie started coming his way. He tossed a fish in her direction. She gave a happy little trot over and picked it up. Munch, munch, munch. Zeke kept on leading Millie gently with the treats, trying to ration them out, make sure he had enough. When she was close enough to the truck that she could see into it, Zeke tossed one piece of fish, two apples, and a piece of corn into the truck. Said, Come on, Millie, time to take you home. Millie was obviously hesitant about this idea. So Zeke decided to be extra brave. He walked up to Millie, put his hand up, and pat her on the trunk. The whole crowd gasped with nervousness, but Millie leaned a little bit and nuzzled Zeke and put her trunk on Zeke's shoulder. And he walked her into the, into the truck, which was a big truck, but it was, it was big enough. Zeke hollered out to Ollie, Hey, Ollie, can I ask you one more favor? I said, sure. We're not going to need the tranquilizer gun, but I think Millie needs me back here. Can you get the crew together, my guys, and um, see if any of them can drive the truck? All they went around and asked, all the zookeepers were all happy to help, but none of them knew how to drive a truck like that. So he said, ah, oh, maybe one of the police can? I said, I, know, I, I can drive a big truck. I actually have my CDL. Don't ask why, but... I, I do. Would you, would you mind giving us a ride back to the zoo? We'll give you an exclusive tour of the behind-the-scenes stuff. I said, uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. I'll drive your elephant truck. So they all waved goodbye to the crowd and the police. and They fired up the truck, and off they drove back to the zoo. The other zookeepers told Ollie how to get around to the back, like the service entrance near the elephant area. And they unloaded Millie back into the elephant's area. And, you know, it had been fun escaping, but she was glad to be home to see her elephant friends and the giraffe friends and to see her human friends. Ollie handed Zeke the tranquilizer gun. No need for this. And I'm glad for it. You know, it's, it's very safe, but you never want to have to knock out your friend. Ollie, thank you. I don't even know what we can do. I mean, like, I could probably hook up a lifetime membership for you to the zoo. I said, um, that's a nice offer, but I actually already have one of those from other times I've helped. You know what? I'm glad to have helped, and this made for a very exciting walk through the forest. But you know what I could use? Zeke said, anything, name it. Do you have a decent coffee maker in your office? Not was Ollie and the story of the round footprints, the case of the round footprints.